Today, we are talking about success. It's something that so many of us want. We see overnight successes popping up left, right and center, and it can feel like you're really behind. But don't worry, we have got your backs. We're going to talk about what success really looks like for millennials today and how if you're not feeling quite as successful as you'd like to be, what you can do moving forward. Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Free and Figuring It Out. We are going to be talking about success today. Success is one of my favorite things to talk about. I'm obsessed with it. How do we achieve it? What do we do? What does it look like? And that's specifically one of the things we want to talk about today is that success for a millennial is probably very different to what it was for your parents and what it's looked like for your grandparents and everyone that's come before us. And so we want to talk about how we have been looking at success, how we've changed, we've got older, and hopefully giving you some some things to think about to start spending a bit more time defining your own version of success yeah 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 I love it I love it so Cheryl did you know what the dictionary definition of success was according to the Oxford dictionary you know my favorite success is defined as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose but I imagine when we think about it in terms of our life it's slightly Mm. different to that so I think that sort of definition like you can achieve success it's like you can set a goal and when you achieve it you're successful but when we think of being like successful as a person in life it's not just like the accomplishment of one thing it's many things isn't it yeah I think that definition is quite singular isn't it like tick 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 but like you say life like a successful life or a successful person is like a whole collection and a journey isn't it I suppose so um Okay, that's interesting. So, dare I ask you the million dollar question? What does how, this have to be? <laughs> yeah, and how and how did you work it out, or do you know? Like, so I think I'm not going to start there. I think what we should probably do is look back at what the old version was because that's probably easier. Mm. So you know what? I don't know. Twenty years ago, thirty years ago, if someone was describe someone as a success by just like you know, average terms. We're not talking about amazing entrepreneurs and big CEOs and crazy things. But the average thing, most people would have been like, you know, you get a good job, like work up the career ladder, get your nice gold watch at the end. Like find someone, settle down and get married, buy a house together, have a few kids, as we spoke about in the last episode. Mm -hmm. And then basically you can sit back with a smug face, (laughs) probably if you're in America, like in a white picket fence (laughs) and be like, I've done really well for myself like you've got money in the bank you get to go on a few nice sunny holidays and you know you're a success in a in terms of society's general view and the fact is I think that was definitely sort of the idea of success I think I was probably chasing when I was younger I'd probably say me too me too yeah um you know that's what our parents taught us and then I've definitely realized (laughs) as an adult that is not gonna happen no and it's that thing that it it's weird isn't it it's like you you're told that and then you 
you don't even think about if it's what you want. You just yeah. go for it. And then all of a sudden, you, I don't know why you get to a certain age and you're like, hold up. Is this what I want? Yeah. So I had like a bit of a, sort not a breakdown, but last year when I turned 30, uh, I, I released a video on YouTube. Because you know, that's what you do as a millennial. Share your stories with the world. Basically saying how I felt like sort of a fraud because I was turning 30 and I had three very clear goals of what I thought it would mean to be successful at 30 and that was to have a husband to be a head of a department and to own my own home and I'd set this arbitrary number of 30 mm-hmm. when I, when I was probably what 20 or 21 or something and turning 30 and just realizing that I hadn't achieved those things made me feel like such a failure like because this was like just not achieved anything and But I think through that process, I then started to be like, but one, like you should never set a goal about getting a husband. That's an idiotic. And two, two, like the home thing is like, it's such a different world. Like it's a massively different world, the property ladder now to what it was 20, 30 years ago. Like when people tell me, they're like, oh, I paid like 8K for my house. Like (laughs) It's worth like 800. You're like, great, great. (laughs) I mean, in London, there were people I literally just want to like punch. Oh my God. And I always think in London, if I was around like, what, 50, 70 years ago, I'd have just bought like a whole street in Mayfair and be like a trillion, million, dillion millionaire by now. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, they say now, like, especially like living in a city like London, it's a, it's a renter's world and that's the reality. And you shouldn't feel like a failure if that doesn't, if you don't have that come true. But mm. I still have that sort of, like, I have quite a lot of friends that like, have a nice house. And when I go to visit them, I can feel it inside of me. I'm like, oh, you failed. And then I'm also like, no, they're a couple. There's two wages and most, and none of them live in London. Like I've made life choices. <laughs> like that are impacting that and that's the thing like if you decide to live in an urban city somewhere the likelihood is you trying to achieve the dream of having a house is very different to if you're in the countryside well not not in the countryside somewhere but somewhere that's you can choose your location will have an implication on how much a house is going to cost you for example and that's the thing you make compromises like do you live in England and you don't get to see enough sunshine but you could go somewhere else, have more sunshine and maybe have better quality of life for your money, but then you'd not be near your friends and family. Yeah. And it's all these sort of things that as an adult, when you start trying to look at success, which is what what is really important to me and what things matter more than other things, like what things do I really value and what things am I willing to forego in order to achieve other things? Mm, mm. And just, just kind of going off what you said about what success looked like to you, like mine was... Um... I think it was engaged by 25, married by 27, first child by 29. And that was something that I probably set at the same time you set yours, like uh, very early 20s, late teens. But I'm not as type A as you, (laughs) build love in the world. And so even though it kind of, I would say it was more of an emotional thing. I I hurt a bit that Mm -hmm. I hadn't achieved those things. And I think it hurt more because I was in a situation that I could easily have, but it just wasn't happening. So, um, and I look back and I think, oh, you silly, naive, little 20 year old. But that's who we are. We evolve, don't we, as human beings? That's the beauty of being in our 30s and wiser, (laughs) I would like to think. I mean, I'm not sure if we're wiser, but yeah. Oh. That's the thing. <laughs> but that's the thing is we set, we 
could have set this idea of success a long time ago and not reassessed it. And so one of the other things, obviously, for me was about job. Like, I am very career-driven and success. I definitely think I still hold on to some traditional values in terms of, like, climbing the career ladder and stuff like that. But I'm like, people used to have a job. And like you said, they'd, they'd work their way up for life. And I'm like, I was counting it today. And I was like, I'm 31. So I probably had 10, like, proper, actually, I think only nine proper years of working. And I've had five jobs. Mm. like job for life doesn't exist like we we are actually making like ideals of success based on an environment that's no longer here yeah yeah I think that's quite low though what you, I think five you know I I just worked mine out and I'm 33 so I've I worked in marketing for like 11 years and I had three jobs like okay long-term proper you know but yeah I am I think like you say as millennials success does does look completely different so in terms of um something that I've realized is that you reach for that goal and one of my success goals aside from the kind of more family thing was um to become really successful in my career I didn't actually stipulate what that looked like Mm -hmm. but when I was a marketing manager in London on 50 grand a year I looked and I thought wow this is success to me unfortunately I didn't only think that I thought I know that this is success to other people and I know (laughs) but it's interesting because it is subjective but I know the people around me would probably see that as success um and then I realized I was massively unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of women do this. Like we reach for a goal. We forget to question it if it's still what we want. We feel bad for questioning it because we've worked so hard for it. And then we get there and we're like, oh, darn it. Like this is not making me happy. So I think the, the correlation between success and happiness is an important one as well. Yeah, and this is the thing around like there's a what's it a coaching tool about like the wheel of life, and the fact is like you have to look at your life from the different angles of it. And I think quite often the reason why people can go after a career and get quite high, and then realise that they're, they're not fulfilled by it, is because like the professional accolade and possibly the money it brings with it doesn't necessarily support all the other areas of your life, like how much stress did you have from having that job and how much time did you commit to it and you know all the other things that go into it yeah I think um it's it's kind of a cliche in the film isn't it but you see that whole like time versus money versus status argument and conundrum and you know people who have heart attacks when they're 45 because they've worked 12 hour days six days a week for 20 years and things like that so um so would you say Sherelle that it's it's healthy to reevaluate success you know along your journey of life or yeah I definitely feel that I like I'm always telling people that actually consciously taking time to try and start defining your own version of success is really important and I'd like to like I definitely could not tell you if you ask me now to just tell you what my definition of success is I wouldn't be able to like it definitely still is something that I'm working on and constantly evolves and you know I think obviously some of the work I do around like goal setting does help it because I set goals that I think are aligned with what I want in the future but I still haven't got it totally right in terms of thinking 
I've been able to balance everything I definitely know like there's parts of my life that I'm more where I'd want to be than not be and I think I'm quite like tradition I've got some quite traditional values that are hard to let go of for example so like I was taught from a very young age like education is really important like my Mm -hmm. parents were very much like doing well academically is like what will set you free and give you a good adult life and help you to be successful and you know 10 years later with a degree and a master's and professional diploma and more letters after my name than my actual name you're like I think you've got a bit of a problem <laughs> but- yeah but I, I I think that is uh you know we're, we've spoke before with from kind of similar backgrounds and I, th- I think that is um a beautiful sentiment for parents to have in that they believe education can be a key for you to have a better life than they did yeah um and that's that's exactly where my parents came from but it, it can get to the point where where does education become less important than life experience etc cetera, etc cetera. And, and that's a, a kind of interesting argument as well isn't it so yeah. and one of the things I think I definitely started to think about as I got older obviously is this the time money thing and I think it's what a lot I would say a lot of people start to think of now about how success and you know how much money how much money do you need to be successful and how much do you value your time more than you value money but also one thing for me was around it's like you're really interested you've been like oh I earn 50k a year so I'm on this great salary but I'm like how much money did you have in your bank and like this thing about like net worth versus how much you earn and I think a good few years ago I really started to be like actually it's not like the the amount you earn yet it's really important for you to get that mortgage but other than that mortgage like your net worth is much more important (laughs) that is such such an important point and I if anyone's listening to this who uh, you know are struggling with this topic or don't have a good relationship with money or I mean we talk about money a huge amount on this topic because it's so important as a millennial woman but Sherelle I think you're so right like my actual financial health was really poor when I was earning 50 grand and you know it it I know people who earn minimum wage who had a healthier relationship with money than I did um and so in that sense we're more successful <laughs> because of that, you know? And um, I think that's a really important thing. And I th- so I think there's two things there. I think one is is the perception of other people and how much that means to you. Yeah. Um, and two, you know, the, the more I work with women and the more I speak with women and with what I do, it's like, it, it fe- there's so much pressure to show success on social media. And we've, again it's it's like everyone knows this but it's I think it's it's quite dangerous like how much we feel like because we're preempting what other people's definition of success is yeah so we think oh we need to show this like 20 pound cocktail in this like 28th story building rather than show like my daughter kissing my cheek because one defines success greater than another yeah. do you know and it, it's that's really interesting concept for me I mean success in social media I mean we could talk about that for years but I think it if, if you get into a habit where you're like chasing trying to look successful on social rather than feel successful that, that's just totally wrong and I and I think it's it's an easy easy trap to fall into and but I really think you just have to try and really be like 
what do I want to do and how do I feel and what is important to me and I know like I've you know I mean I've definitely I live in London and I definitely do do a hashtag London life I'm not going to deny it um but I think I do try and balance that out with like I have posted a photo of me sitting in Tootin' Bed Park eating chips <laughs> like no because I've like I think like actually I'm quite there's so many things about me that are just quite like girl next door just general like I've got simple humble I really like chips and I'll go to the beach and sit by myself and have some chips and I don't everything's not glamorous and yes I go I have a job that means I do drink a lot and I go to red carpets and I get to meet the odd celebrity every now and again but actually what I think is quite funny is it means that all my success in a way is attached around my job and I think what I've been doing for the last couple of years was is actually trying to make success on my own terms and that was why I started Propeller was actually to do something that was a value to me that wasn't necessarily something really external but actually was like about me providing real value and feeling successful based on the difference I was making in other people's lives rather than defining my success by my title and the money I make from it. Yeah I, th- I think the feeling successful is a really beautiful thing I am I'll be really honest like I I'm a numbers girl I love numbers and I've had my business for two years now and I only realized recently that I was chasing the wrong numbers so I was constantly looking at how many followers people had how many likes they were getting how many comments and all of a sudden one day I just thought that doesn't equate to the number of clients they have to the number of you know, to the amount of money they have in their bank. And the more I spoke to women, the more it would be the ones with like really modest followers that were like, oh yeah, I bring in like 10, 20K a month. And I'm like, why have I been focused on these like basically phantom numbers? Like it's, it's so, and I think that's a kind of good metaphor for life. Like we, we, we see the outside of everything, don't we? And we never see the inside. And I just think it's, it was a really like big wake up call to me because it it was a big mindset shift in that I, and it, it's just so not like me, but we all have an ego and my ego just took over and, and then I was chasing the wrong thing. <laughs> but it's about symbols of success. So one of the yeah. things I talk a lot about how is in London, because I think a lot of people can't get into property ladder, the way they show success is like by the car they drive or by the yes. clothes they wear. All yeah, the yeah, yeah. Watch, all the handbag. And sometimes I see people in cars and I think to myself, you live at home with your mum. Mm. Trying to roll around in a Mercedes or a BMW. Or something. I'm like, really? Really? Like, why do you have a suit on this? But it's because it's like all these thousands of pounds and you've got this Rolex. But like, like you said, your actual bank balance is nothing out. But it's because it's an external symbol. And so in the entrepreneurial world, your your numbers like your Instagram followers, your this, your that, that does become, because you know people can see it. And so it, it, it's your like perceived level of success in the same way that if you have a career, like your title can be your perceived level of success. We, we, you know, but that's, the, but that's the problem is totally. we, we all know like symbols is like a really it's ingrained in us, isn't it? To be able to pick up things and we, whether we want to or not, when you meet people, we are reading all these things and it can instantly tell you something about someone like you're not meant to judge a book by a cover, but basically that's what you do. 
Yeah, no, but it's it's human instinct. It's just you know it, it's primal, isn't it? It's it's how we are, and I I don't know if we'll ever lose that. I don't know if it will always be an important part. And I've done it in the past. I'm not going to deny it, but you kind of do it because other people do it. And I I often think about this. Like I'll be in a situation that I think this would look so good on Instagram. This would be either a great <laughs> picture. Or it'd be a great tag or... Yeah. And then I also have moments where I'm like, I just don't want to stick this on Instagram. Like, I just I just want to be here. I just want to be... And I have this little battle sometimes in my head, like what's more important, the present moment or showing everyone that I'm here right now? And, it, and I'm sure women go through this all the time. But I'm going to ask you this question in a second because I'm really intrigued, but... I just was thinking if people are listening to this and they say, okay, girls, how do we, how do we define our own success? Like, you know, how do we figure out what success is to us? For me, my advice would be that I now believe after my 33 years of experience in this world, that success is like, it's the it's the authentic success within you and that authentic happiness within you. Um, and like you said, Sherelle, it's that feeling. And I think we have to just detach a little bit. And it's, I don't mean like be Mother Teresa and, you know, no. not have any labels or anything. But all I'm saying is like, don't let society or social media or whatever define what success is for you. Like, figure out what makes your heart beam. Like, you know, for me, like, I know certain material things that I really, really want. Like, I did a, um, uh, hypnosis the other day and she said like a symbol may come to you and the symbol that came to me was a diamond but like as in like on um in cards not oh, okay. a di- like, yeah. yeah but still in my head that was like a diamond ring and a diamond ring is something that I've always wanted yeah and it would make me beam every day having a diamond ring and so yeah that would be my advice for anyone who's like ah what do I do? <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, I think I spent a fair bit of time about success as being like really having a successful life is about having a happy life. Like it's about having yeah. a life that's really fulfilled. And I think a lot of us just don't spend enough time really thinking about what makes us happy and what we really value. And I think one of the things a while ago that I started to do was, you know, sometimes you'd see someone and like you'll get jealous. And you, and then I'd be like, oh, I really want to, like, I really want to have that. And then I'd actually be like, do I, like, actually think about what they do to do that, like, what the reality is, the situation behind it, um, and think, do I want all of that? So, an Instagram is like a really interesting one. So, I, I don't follow many influencers, but there's a few I do, and I definitely have had that moment where I think to myself, oh, wouldn't it be nice, like, flow now and like, be on this really gorgeous beach and get this like beautiful photo and then I'm like no because she probably doesn't eat because she's trying to make sure she looks great in that bikini and she will spend all of her time on that beach taking 75 photos to have to filter it to get that one and I I always remember as well like a long time ago when people would have the thing that's like um I'm trying to create a life I don't need a vacation from and I'm like totally like no, I want I know that I really like vacations. I really I don't for me, success really is about properly being able to also leave everything behind. And I'm like, actually I want to design a life for me that's about, yeah, I can really switch off 
and then the reverse is I can work really hard for drastic amounts of time and that that, that's fine like that's the way that I work but I think working like you said like what you value like not just like you can like success can definitely be material objects like that we're not saying don't go after that but being like okay well, which ones do you really want like when we were thinking about this episode I was like thinking about what's on my vision board like I've got yellow, a yellow Porsche and I really like yellow obviously oh you and, look so good in that <laughs> and I would look really good in it but I also haven't driven for nine years <laughs> so you know, like in the reality of my life right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not... yeah, it wouldn't really fit in. <laughs> but it's that thing that just probably for so long, I'd just been like house car, this, that. And I was just ticking it off. And I chose, it is the car I would like in my life, but actually a car isn't part of my life. So I think that thing of working out what do you really value? What makes you really happy? And this is something I bet Rachel's going to disagree with. But also like what, um, what are the sacrifices you're willing to make? Oh, no no I I can see that yeah, yeah yeah that I think you know if being successful is you you know for some people that does mean they have a job where they always come home on time and they don't have a lot of stress with them and they get to spend time with people that they love and that sometimes means you might have to knock four thousand off five thousand off your salary if you decide that that's worth it that's worth it if you decide you want to go and freelance because your time your freedom to do whatever you want to do is fine but you're sacrificing probably like security of knowing how much money you're going to make each month if you do you know what I mean like I think everything has a I don't generally basically believe that you can have your whole cake and eat it at some point something you're going to have to give up something and but it's just the idea of which one's more important to you and you can probably choose multiple things that are really important and make all of them happy like make all of them come true but you probably just can't do absolutely everything that's what no I I I agree and I think we need to be careful of that comparison and the assumption as well like just to to confirm the point you just said like I I did a fashion degree and I always wanted to work in fashion and it just didn't happen and I would see friends in fashion I'd be like so heartbroken I'd be like I want to be in fashion but then again, I was working in education and non-for-profit. I did nine till five. I got in at nine. I left at five. I had an hour's lunch break. I got a decent wage. My friends in fashion were doing 10-hour days, starting at seven, finishing it, you know, getting paid peanuts. And actually, when I reflect back on it, yeah, it would have been more exciting, more fast-paced, more... But I would have lost my time. I would have lost my sleep. I would have lost my energy. And it's, it is interesting, but I think... The other thing to be really careful of is also this like look at thinking people have had overnight successes. Like yes. when you actually take the time to listen to people's stories, oh my gosh, nobody, nobody on this earth has an overnight success. Yeah. It's just impossible. People have put in so much effort, like you said, Chevelle, so much effort and determination to get there. But you only see, it's like an iceberg, isn't it? You only see yeah. the tip. You don't see the massive bit underneath <laughs> that has built them up to it. And so. I think nowadays we're, we are seeing the overnight successes more and more because like, because so many people want that. And we, let's be real, people are lazy. People now, we want the success without the hard work. That even if someone's not necessarily an overnight success, but they've had fairly quick success, like, you know, and all that, is it the unicorns of Tech Valley and stuff? These people get thrown into the spotlight and it makes you think that, that like, there are 
there's more of them than they are, but it's just like, they're just really, really highlighted. And for every single one of those people that achieve like success, there is definitely like thousands of thousands that have been doing the same thing that haven't had that, like they're still grinding away. And I think there's no shame in, I think as well, like you said, don't get too caught up about trying to get all your success really soon as well. Like, I think one of the things probably that happens to millennials more than anyone ever has in the past is people like changing their mind and being like, actually, I want to do something else. And maybe that does mean you need to retrain in something. Maybe you need to get some work experience in a different industry. There's so many things. Maybe you decide to start your own business and it's slightly outside your comfort zone and it means you're going to end up taking a pay cut for X amount of years whilst you're rebuilding it before you get back up to the level you're on before. Like, a pivot or a change there's nothing wrong with that like we said look both me and Verity have had how many jobs in our 10 years by the time we're 65 people yeah. are be like what is a podcaster <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in spaceships by then but but do you know what I mean like this is a mo- like this is a moment in time like you know influencers probably were existing x amount of years and like everything's changing it's at a rapid speed that you shouldn't feel fearful of changing I think one of the things I definitely see with women is the fear of changing because it means they're taking a step back of their from their current level of success and the perceived level of success. Yeah, one of one of the greatest pieces of advice that I was given and that I can give is like, don't be scared to take one step back to take two steps forward. Yeah, because it's scary, but it's like basically short term loss for long term gain. Yeah, and you have to just figure out if you're ready to do that and committed to do that. Because the people that you maybe look at and see as successful, I can pretty much guarantee you have done that at some point in their lives. And, you know, it's it's whether you want to make that choice. It's all it's all choice and it's it's all up to you. Um, but it's something that's always stuck in my mind that um, you know, and something that I think majority of women will do at some point to get to ultimately where they want to be. Yeah, and I think you're right again, it but it's about choice and really owning it. Like, so there's, you know, the super cheesy quote, you know, definitely seen on Instagram, which is like, she designed a life she loved. But there is something about properly taking the time to really be honest and truthful with yourself. And it can start in really small ways. That's the thing I think as well. Like, if, if you're sitting here right now and you don't feel successful and you you feel like you're so behind, like this is one of the things I hear a lot as well. Like people feel they're really behind. Mm. It's like we were all doing everything at our own time in our own timelines now the, the timeline doesn't exist in the same way it used to I definitely believe that we're all we're all doing things at our own speed and some people might speed up at one point but then they slow down later on and you might catch up but also it's not a race and maybe you know Verity loves to talk about snakes and ladders you know that is more the reality of what today's world is mm-hmm. and so I think it's about even in small ways to starting to be like okay what is going to help me to feel successful in how I'm getting through every single day or how I'm performing my work or you know am I like how I am to all my friends and all my family and like all like all of these different elements will all start to build up and I think you don't start trying to be like oh my gosh I've got to change my life tomorrow because that is just gonna be overwhelming and leave you nowhere but it's about also just not sitting back for 10 years and then being like oh I'm not I'm not happy like just, just start taking small steps it's always about small steps it's always about small steps and embrace the small steps it's the way the best way to get places um so 
Sherelle, what would your kind of closing advice be on women who are listening to this podcast and thinking, I want to be successful, but I don't know what that looks like for me, or I don't know how to get there. Like, what would you advise women who are just feeling a bit lost or behind, like you said, on their path to success? I think if you really have no idea what you feel success looks like, I think there's nothing wrong in trying to find other people that you think are successful and trying to define what it is about them that makes you think they're successful. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's very hard for us to do stuff on ourselves. It's very hard for us to, you know, to see ourselves in a new vision or to really be able to articulate how we feel about something, but it's easier to see it in other people. So I think sometimes if you can, a bit like we spoke about that women we love and that like in that episode, it really showed me all there's characteristics about them, which is why I define them as successful. And I'll be like, well, clearly that's the sort of things I should be going after. And then it's about taking, like taking some of those things and working out, okay, what can I actually do to start making a difference in these areas of my life? and not just sitting passively and then coming back next year but actually like constructively being like what can I do today what can I do this week what can I do this month that's going to help me and the thing about success as well is like it's so much about a feeling so it's about trying as much as possible to forget about what other people think and just try and start feeling do I feel successful am I happy with what I'm doing is this where I want to be right now and like trying to just follow your own voice rather than worrying about what anyone else outside is thinking. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next instalment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.